Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast. My name is Christine Corcoran, and this podcast is made for you, the powerhouse businesswoman who's ready to ignite her fullest potential. This is where we dive deep into mindset breakthroughs and sprinkle in some kick up the butt motivation so you can scale your business with confidence and clarity. Whether you're craving more income, impact, or inspiration, this podcast will be your ultimate resource for all things next level. Listen in as we have authentic conversations with game-changing female entrepreneurs as we reveal the secrets of what it takes to rise and thrive. So go ahead, ignite that inner fire within you, and let's get you taking massive aligned action. Are you ready to elevate? Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for hitting download and make sure that you hit the follow button in whatever app you are listening to this. So then you get access to the episodes and it goes to your library. So then you cannot miss a beat. I put out two episodes a week. So we do one on a Monday, which is a much more in-depth episode. And then on Thursday, I do a five minutes of momentum, which is more of a kick up the butt energy kind of, of episode. So make sure you hit the follow. And if you have the time, which you do, if you're listening to this, so I love it, love it, love it. If you could leave me a review, it could just be a couple of words. Let me know what you've taken away from the episode or just why you love tuning in. You can find this, whichever app that you're listening to this in, you can go to the section of the podcast show and then go to leave a review. And I would absolutely love it. It would mean the world to me because it allows me to get more people to see that this is really a worthwhile podcast to listen to. People look at the reviews, they really do. And it actually helps me climb up the ladders for the podcast episode downloads uh, with regards to the searchability within the app. So um, I would love it, love it, love it. If you could leave me a review, if you could take one moment, because if you've gotten any value out of this podcast this year, it would mean the world to me to see that review and show that this is making an impact for you. All right. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about goal setting and how I plan out my goals for the new year. I feel like one of the things that I've always loved doing is goal setting. It's something that helps keep me clear and focused and give me really good direction. And I know that everyone has a love-hate relationship with goals. So whatever that is for you, I want to share with you my focus and the way that I think about my goals for the new year after I've done my reflection on my business review. So I always wait to do this. I'm always thinking ahead. So I've been thinking about 2024 for the past few months. I already have mapped out like when my programs are running and all of that. I actually map out a full calendar on my wall. So sometimes when I'm on my stories and Instagram, you can probably see it behind me. Uh, I map out literally each month has a breakdown on my wall and I map out exactly when my programs are running, when I'm launching said program. So then I can clearly see what's happening for the whole year. So I've got like a full 18 months kind of mapped out on my wall. And so I'm thinking about the year ahead well before the end of the year, but I definitely come to the end of the year and really think about and spend some time, intentional time, really focusing on setting some goals that feel really motivating and exciting. Otherwise, what can happen is I just start the new year and just go straight into delivering programs. So I always like to come back to the end of year, do a little ritual to release the year, which you can do with me if you want to. There's a guide in the show notes below called the Transcend Guide, and it gives you access to a visualization as well that I do to help you release the year and then allow you to then step into creating goals for the new year. So I'm a big believer of releasing and letting go and learning the lessons, which I've talked about in the last couple of episodes, really thinking about that year and and, and extracting the lessons and the gold and the accomplishments and the achievements and the proud moments and the gratitude and all of the things from the year that was. So that you can take that into the new year of what you do want to take into the new year before you then set your goals. So my process with setting my goals, it actually first starts with mapping out my holidays and It may sound ridiculous to start in that place, but I honestly feel like if I don't do that, they don't happen. And I've learned this lesson years in the the past where I've not set my holidays in practice. 
I don't have them in the calendar and then I don't make them happen. And I get to the point where I get so booked that I forget to tell clients that I've got these holidays coming up and then I just don't do them. I don't take them. And so I've learned that lesson now that I now plan out when am I going to take a break because you need to take a break. And for me to to deliver with high energy to my programs, to the beautiful clients that I get to work with, I've got to take time in order to reset my energy. So I've been planning out the times I'm going to take a break and then also working around that. So once I have my holidays mapped into my calendar, I then look at all the school holidays. So I actually put all the school holidays in my calendar as well, because that makes a big impact in my business. I have to be conscious of those. So I don't run events or launch programs in school holidays because I do work with a lot of mums. And so I want to be conscious of that. So I then consider all of those dates and then I start mapping out or reviewing when I'm launching what and what my plan is for each launch. So this year, I'm actually doing some live events as well. So I've literally mapped out across my calendar where I'm going to be taking breaks and where I'm going to be going. And then I look look at my launch dates and then I look at and have that all booked in the calendar. And then I also look at the events and times and times of year that what's going to work best for that. So I'm actually going to run an event in late February. Um, I've got a full day event day for one of my masterminds for the next level mastermind, which will be an in-person event day in Brisbane. So that will be happening in March. And then I'll have an accelerator happening online, which will be an online accelerator to support people who are wanting to scale and grow their business. So that's going to be happening in March. And then we're going to school holidays. And then we have May, June, July, which I'll be then launching the next round of the next Elevate Mastermind. And then we go into the second half of the year already, right? This is how crazy. If we don't plan it out, it doesn't happen. So I have another half day event for the Mastermind in July. Uh, So I actually have to map out all the inclusions of what's happening for my month. Sorry, for every month for the year so that I can see what's going to work well. Then I look at the retreat. So I'm going to be doing a retreat in October. Um, which I'm securing dates for now. I'm possibly looking at doing one in May um, if I've got the numbers for that. At this point in time, everyone seems to be wanting the October dates. So if you are keen to learn more about the retreat and you think that uh, May might be a good fit for you, then please either send me a DM or add your name to the wait list. You can find the link in the show notes. You can put your name down there. There's no obligation to join, but at least you're showing me what dates you prefer. And that way I can book it all in and get that sorted. And so basically once I've got that mapped out, then I look at my actual goals, right? So then I go and I start with a question that is simply, if 2024 absolutely blew my freaking mind, what would happen? And so I start there and I just allow myself to dream really big, right? Because often one of the biggest things that I see with women in business is we play too small, we think too small, and we cap ourselves of what could be possible just with our own imagination, right? And we look at this because we go, oh, we just see what everyone else is doing, or we just see our past results and we base our goals based on our past results. But you miss out on so much magic by doing that. So taking the time to really just journal, like I literally just use it as a journal prompt to be like, what would happen if this absolutely blew my freaking mind? And so then I really consider what do I want to experience next year? So that's where I start to then bring in some big lofty goals, right? So I'm just letting myself dream at this point. I'm not putting concrete dates and specifics around it just yet. I'm just letting myself dream. Okay. That's how I start because you want to start big because it's much harder if you, if you start small and then try to build your way up to it. You know, I want to start big and then just bring it down to, okay, what feels doable and realistic in the time frame that I have? 
what feels really motivating and exciting to work towards, what can I see, what's my timeline around this, right? So next year I would love to bring my book to life. So I have my book finished, but I need to get it published. And so I'd like to make that happen for 2024. I'd also like to write my second book. So this book has been on my mind for a while now and I just haven't had the space to actually write it. And so I'm sure it will be ready to write soon. And so I would like to map out some time to actually write that. And then I'll bring that out in probably 2025. Um, Then I start to think about, okay, so what are some other amazing experiences that I would like to have? So I'm actually thinking about my investments already. So rather than waiting to them to happen next year, I'm actually looking at like, who do I really want to work with next year? You know, what parts of the business do I really want to up level? And I look at like who I want support from, Uh, where else do I want to start expanding my business? And then I start thinking about, okay, what are my goals that I'm going to have to play into that, right? Because often what happens is we set our goals first and then we don't think about what expansion we really want to have. Whereas I think about the expansion first and then go, how can my goals support that expansion? So what I mean by that is that if I'm like, okay, I would absolutely love to have incredible experiences for my beautiful mastermind ladies. I would actually love to do in-person events in three different cities next year. I'd love to either do definitely Brisbane, definitely Melbourne, but whether I do Sydney or whether I do Perth, I'd love to do some really amazing live events and that will be tied into my book. And then I think about, okay, so how can that actually be serving the growth of my business? Because I could tie those events into part of my launch process for the masterminds. So I'm funneling people into the mastermind because often when you go to events, you're like, okay, this is amazing. What else can I do with you? And so I want to give people the option to continue to work with me. And then I think about other key pieces that I would like to make happen in order to achieve my next level goals. So I set big financial goals. I set speaking goals. I set visibility goals. So that they're tied in together. So speaking and visibility for me, because speaking is one of my go-tos. And one that actually brings me a lot of joy. So I will have a visibility goal around how I want to expand my visibility. My book will play into that as well. And then I think about my impact goal. So that's actually less about a financial goal. It's more about how many people do I want to serve? So that's where I start writing down numbers, right? I start writing down how many people do I want in each of my masterminds? At what point? How many one-on-one clients do I want to work with? How many speaking gigs do I want to have? Like all, like how many paid speaking gigs, how many free speaking gigs, like all of that tied into it, Right because they can all work together. And so sometimes what can happen is we just play too small and we just go, oh, what if I just do 10% increase from what I did last year? Or, you know, I felt super overwhelmed with the amount of clients that I work with, so I'm just going to keep creating the same. Whereas I really think about growth from a different perspective and go, how can it blow my freaking mind? And what do I need to have in place in order to allow, allow that to happen? Because if I want to expand the amount of people that I want to serve, there's going to be other parts of the business that I need to improve in order to make that happen, right? So that's where I start. So I hope that hasn't confused you. Let me just recap. Okay, I map out my whole year. I put it, I'm such a big visual person, so I have it on my wall, a whole year mapped out. I map out my holidays first. I then map out the school holidays. I then map out my program and how the dates and how that's going to work and when I'm launching what. I then map out the dates of my events with the retreat and with the other events that I want to run because they need to be planned out well in advance because of the school holidays and because you're taking breaks and all those types of things. It's really hard to plan them last minute. So I like to think about them in advance. So I've put all that down and then I ask myself, what would blow my freaking mind? I let myself dream and then I start to turn those dreams into tangible goals, right? Specific, measurable, 
achievable, realistic, and timely using the SMART acronym. Then I add two key pieces to this. One, I make sure that the goals that I've written down uh, feel emotionally like motivating. So I ask myself, why do I want to achieve this goal? And then if I've got an emotional reason behind it, then it stays. If I don't have one, I scrap it. Because sometimes you end up, when you're in the energy of goal setting, sometimes you put goals down that are other people's goals or goals that you kind of like, oh, it'd be nice to have, but you know, like you actually don't really feel motivated to achieve it. And then I write down a score between one to zero of my readiness. So what I mean by that is my commitment level. So so that's smarter goals. So S-M-A-R-T-E-R. So E for emotional and emotional Y emotive, motivating, and R for readiness. So I actually go, okay, so what's my commitment level to making this happen? And if it is a seven out of a 10, then I ask myself, well, what would make it a 10 out of 10? And that actually helps change the way that I think about my goal. And then what I do, once I have all my goals mapped out, I then look at the timeline because sometimes what can happen is that that sometimes causes a bit of overwhelm. But if I map out my timeline and I break it down, so that's my whole one year goals, I then break it down to six months and then I break it down to 90 days. So I know exactly what my focus is for the first quarter of 2024. I know what my goals are for the second quarter, the third and the fourth. Now, sometimes I don't map out my fourth quarter. Now, the reason for that is, is because I want to allow for some magic. I did not know I would be where I am right now last December, right? Because sometimes it's really hard to think a year in advance. And so I actually map out the first three quarters and then halfway through or maybe even towards the end of the first quarter, I'll review for the last quarter. So I'm always referring back to my goals. I'm always checking back in. Where am I at? How am I getting closer? What's serving me? What's growing? What's supporting me getting to these goals? Because sometimes we don't realize that if we over set goals or if we over schedule ourselves, we're blocking out opportunities for magic. So I think that's one of the things that I feel like has worked really well for me is that I don't actually give too much detail. I have goals around to set like the last quarter, uh, October, November, December, but I don't have specifics around what I expect in that quarter, if that makes sense. So I haven't mapped out too much of that. My programs are still mapped out, but anything else on top of that, I just allow for the magic to come through in that last quarter. But yeah, so I wanted to share with you, that's how I map out my goals. That's how I really think about my goals. I really wanted to share that with you because whether you do it differently, you might take some parts of what I shared with you, or maybe you haven't thought about putting your holidays in, or you haven't thought about your school holidays and how that impacts your business. Like for so many of the mums that I work with, they've created their business because they want to actually take school holidays off. So we have to consider that map the school holidays out, but then also consider how you're going to make the income in the other two months in order to serve the third month being on school holidays, right? So sometimes we need to consider that ahead of time and adjust your goals accordingly because if you're just setting just standard monthly goals, it's not going to serve you because you need to make the income in two of the months instead of the three. So you want to adjust that as you go. Um, anyway, I could talk about goal setting all day, but I just want to share that with you because I thought it might serve you when you're coming to this part of the year where you're like, okay, I really need to sit down and map out my goals. I really would love for you to allow yourself to dream big and then bring it down. Don't start small and just create stuff that's not motivating or exciting. There's got to be something on your goals list that blows your mind that would be scary, that would you know, activate a little bit of the imposter syndrome of like, oh my God, could I do that? No, I couldn't do that. Like if it doesn't, if you don't have something on your goals list that does that to you, that it kind of like activates a bit of fear within you, then you're probably not going big enough. Okay. So I want you just to expand yourself and allow yourself to dream that big big goals and then you can come back to the reality okay so 
But I just think like sometimes by allowing yourself to dream, you activate that part of your mind, you activate your asking for the, from that, for that, from the universe. And you just never know what could be delivered. Right. So allow yourself to dream big. So much is available to you. Allow yourself to go there. And then you can come back to what's your goal for the first quarter. And I just really focus on my first quarter really to begin with. And then everything will just evolve on from there. So I hope this has benefited you. Let me know your thoughts. Love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram. Otherwise have an incredible rest of your week. Thank you for listening. And if you've found any value out of this episode, make sure you hit the follow button so you get access to the episodes as soon as they are live. And make sure you come hang out with me on Instagram. You can find me at Christine Corcoran underscore coach. Have an incredible week.